When you say how do I feel about it, my very first award was in Atlanta, Georgia, uh, at the AMBC Awards. My book won Urban Book of the Year. And so to express how I felt about that, when she called my name, I was so excited. I said, you better shut up and throw my purse. <laughs> I threw my purse. And I got up to go get the award, and the girl next to me, she was like, you do your purse. I said, my husband will get it. I was so excited. It was my husband. Hey, everyone. It's Chris Colston and Kimberly Lake from Four Friends in a Book Podcast, here with a special edition of our show, which we're calling the Arthur Spotlight. So, of course, if you guys have been rocking with us for a while, you know we normally are reviewing books, talking about current topics, events, key with these rants. But we got a new, a new segment, a new edition this time. You know, we want to get on the different, the opposite side of those pages and kind of hear firsthand from the Arthur. I mean, so with our Arthur Spotlight, we're going to kind of be um, highlighting um, authors and kind of hearing their experience, their journey as far, as far as becoming a published writer. And so today we got a special guest. We got a Miss Felicia Brookins here today. Hey, Felicia, how you doing? I'm doing awesome. Super good. Look, we're glad to have you here on our Arthur Spotlight edition Thank of Four Friends in a Book podcast. And look, before before I even get into the to the to the interview into the the discussion, I, I just gotta tell y'all just let y'all know how God works. So met Felicia randomly, you know, I'm, I'm, we had been talking internally within our group uh, for yeah. a person in the book talking about doing Arthur Spotlight. So I'm back home in Mississippi for the holidays. I'm out with my aunt and my sister. We just enjoying ourselves, actually celebrating my birthday. And uh, yeah. Miss Felicia scrolls up. She knows my aunt. So my aunt is a hairstylist. Shout out to Gloria. Uh, Felicia comes up, start talking to Gloria. She was mentioning that she got a book and she needs to get her hair laid for this book uh, release, her book lunch. And so I'm just listening to her talk, I'm listening to her, and I'm like, well, tell me about your book. And she started telling me about it, and I was like, well, I actually, I have a podcast I co-host, which is called Four Friends in a Book, and I, I think you would be a great fit for our Arthur Spotlight show. And and this is where we are now. She's here. Um that and like I said, it was just a random occurrence me meeting her randomly. And again, it just shows you how God just pulls everything together. So Felicia, um, go ahead and quickly introduce yourself to those to us and those that are viewing. And also, um, again, since we're talking about this author spotlight, give us a little background on how you actually got into writing um, and how you took that leap into becoming a published author. Okay. Well, first of all, let me say again, thank you so much for this opportunity. Um, and I do believe it was God ordained the way that we met. Um, my name is Felicia Brookins. I am a four-time award-winning author of this Christian fiction novel here, Sister Nadine's Ways. Uh, I am a very, very busy person. Uh, I'm an entrepreneur in some ways. Uh, I have a Write the Vision Writers Workshop that I host annually, so I do that. Um, I also have a Prison to Pens uh, virtual event that I host in the spring, which highlights the um, real reform and rehabilitative aspect of writing when it comes to individuals that have been previously incarcerated. So they share their writing journey and try to encourage uh, other individuals to write. 
Um, I am currently about to launch my second novel, uh, part of the Ways trilogy, which is called Reprobate Ways, and that is this one right here. Uh, my journey as far as an author, um, I would say I always love to read. So that's where it started. I had a love for books uh, when I was growing up. My mother had a small library, a bookshelf in my room, and I loved to read those books. And she, Every summer she would take us to the library. And the thing for me that I enjoyed was being in a competition to see how many books you could read. So I loved reading. Um, and then I loved English. So it kind of just came together uh, for me. It was a natural progression for me. Um, I eventually did a stage play. And once I did the stage play, I started thinking about, you know, writing a book. And so I just sat down one day and opened up my computer and I said, okay, Holy Ghost, you got to download into me what I need to say. <laughs> so what I did was I pulled, it's Christian fiction, but I call it Christian reality because I pulled some things from my own personal experiences, some things I'd observe and seen. And the great thing about fiction is you can do whatever you want to with it. And so I just rolled that all up. I always call it a, a big pan of macaroni cheese that I made. And then I just sprinkled the truth in, on the top of it and stirred it up in there. And so that's how, you know, it started for me, my love for reading and, and writing. Wow, that's awesome. I feel you on that reading because I used to be, look, I was an avid reader as a child as well with the little pizza, getting the personal pan and all that Yes. Stuff. Yeah, I was all with that. Get so your car stamped. Right. <laughs> yes, ma'am. So you it touched on Sister Nadine's ways. So I went on Amazon because I'm a fiction girl. Like out of everybody, all the co-hosts, like fiction is my favorite. Like okay. I'm for it. So <laughs> I went on Amazon. You have great reviews for this book. I mean, it, I was like, I gotta get this book. It sounds juicy and everything. <laughs> so can you just touch a little bit more on the series? Like what inspired the series and what you want readers to take from it? Um, I would say, first of all, again, some of my personal experiences um, being in the church, some of my observations um, as a teenager in my 20s, and also some of my own personal things that I had to deal with myself coming up. Uh, what really inspired me to want to write it was that I wanted to allow um, women, men, children, um, and when I say children, maybe they're about, you know, maybe you're 13 and up, and they may say, well, that book may be a bit much for them, but children experience trauma. And so this book has some trauma in that. Um, and I wanted to give a voice to the fact that, hey, especially women, mothers, we're nurturers and we need to be more aware of what it is that we're nurturing and what we're putting out. And we need to be more aware of that even more so when we say we're women of God. You know, so I wanted to touch on that. I wanted to make women more aware that you have a great responsibility. And you need to be able to look in the mirror at yourself and say, am I guilty maybe of passing along something to my child or maybe my husband in my household that may cause them to experience trauma by my words or maybe something that I've done physically? I want them to be able to be courageous enough to pick up the mirror and look at it and say, I read this book and that's me. And so wow. I need to do something about that. You know, or someone may read it and say, wow, that's exactly how I felt as a child. Those are some things I went through as a child. 
You know, I, a lot of times I see in the interview that people can wear trauma so long, it's like a coat and you don't even realize you still have it on. You don't realize that you've passed it, you know. And when you say that you're a woman of God, but you carry on, you carry on the image of it, but not the likeness. Like you got the whole outfit together, <laughs> you know, and you got the peppermint, you got the, the, the handkerchief. You can do a good fallout. You can do a real good dance. But when you get home, that image changes. And then all they see is that you don't have the likeness of what you just showed in the sanctuary. And so that can affect your child's decision as to whether or not they want to have a relationship with God or with the church or even your husband. You know, so it's a lot of platforms in this book. Um, that's just one of them dealing with intergenerational trauma. Uh, another one is dealing with domestic abuse. And whenever I bring that up immediately, I think people think, oh, my God, her husband is beating her. But no, it's not the hu it's not the husband beating her. It's the reverse. Oh, oh yeah. She laying hands on him. Okay. It ain't in a good way. <laughs> <All right. laughs> it's not in a good way. And then you have teenage mutilation because, of course, sometimes children show their pain and anger and hurt by hurting themselves or acting out in some other kind of way. So my uh, character's husband is trying in this book to get her also to realize the great responsibility she has and how what she's doing and releasing in their household is affecting her children and will affect them for generations to come. So I have some people that say, I hate Nadine. Oh, I hate. I just want her to get hers. So I said to them, can I submit to you that she's a victim, too? She's only doing what she learned. And for her, it's natural. No, and they're like, no, she ain't no victim. She ain't no victim, but she is a victim of intergenerational trauma because when you read the book, you'll find out that the only person that can do anything with her is her mother. She's the one that passed along the bad seed in the first place. So yeah, a lot going on. It right. is. <laughs> Look, that's good. That's good. Look for your for those that are viewing right now and watching, definitely go pick up the book. Like I got my copy. <laughs> I ain't started reading yet, but it's, it's definitely next. I was. I gotta get mine. You know, I told y'all when we started our podcast, your boy. <laughs> it's been a struggle for me to read, but I'm I'm getting into it. You know, I'm I'm, I'm getting I'm, I'm getting this yeah. thirst for reading. So I was trying to juggle a lot of books, but look, Sister Nadine's way is definitely next on my list. I have the book already, and it's, it's ready to go. So, please, even you touching it on that, the fact that it is a a fiction, um, but it has a lot of reality in it, and a lot mm -hmm. of things that we are still seeing. Um, in our communities, you know, in our nation, even in the church. And so I think that's the good thing about even writing the fiction. You can still have some of those things that maybe seem far-fetched, but they still have, they're rooted in things that we may actually see going on within our community, uh, within our neighborhoods. And so that's good. That's good. Yeah, yeah. I had a book club two weeks ago that I taught with. They were my beta readers for this book. But they also had invited me to their book club for the first book for Sister Nadine. So one of the things that one of the members asked me, she was asking about the character Patsy. And she said, Patsy just seems to have um, so much patience. She's just she's able to just take so much. I just can't understand how your character takes so much in that book. And so one of the other things I have to say about writing this is what I had to say to them. I said, I decided this year that I would be more transparent and say to you that that character is that way because that character is in a lot of ways me. 
So, you know, there are there are people from Meridian that read the book and they say, oh, who is this? Who is this? Is this me? Is this me? That's me, girl. No, that's not you. Well, did this happen? Did that really happen? I said, you just have to read the book and see. But yeah, that's part of it. Um, also is, is releasing some things from me that I experienced. Um, and that's why I say, you know, children can experience trauma in different ways, too. And so writing is also therapeutic. Uh, for me. That's good. That's good. So yeah, shout out to the hometown, Meridian, Mississippi, M-Town. We, we in here. What about them wildcats? <laughs> and so what you what you said is actually a good segue into my next question. Um, because again, we're trying to spotlight the author and kind of hear that journey. And so you mentioned it earlier that you are the founder of Write the Vision, which is a conference that you hold where you are, you know, really bringing together aspiring writers and authors, you know, and giving them information as far as publishing, um, you know, social media, marketing, and things of that sort. So what advice would you have for anyone that is aspiring to be a writer or an author and to become published? What, if you can kind of sum it up real quick um, or briefly, what, what advice would you give someone looking to, to step into that lane? Well, I would say, first of all, decide what it is you want to do with your book. How far do you want to take the book? Are you writing it just to give it as a cute little gift for Christmas or birthday or something like that? Or are there aspirations that you have once you write this? Secondly, I would say, please invest in yourself as an author. That means attend the workshops. You know, pay what they, when, once you start attending and you start learning what's going to make you a better author, what's going to make people take you more seriously um, as a author, then you will understand that your investment in that is an investment in you and it just makes you better. So those two things I would say uh, will be top of the list. You know, just be prepared to invest. If this workshop is $600 and they're going to teach you this, 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 and this, be prepared to put put that out because you're going to get that back in so many ways. Yeah, that's good. And I, I think a lot of times people lose sight of, you know, you have to make those initial upfront investments to get that's those good. long-term rewards. And so it may be something that may be a little bit outside of your comfort zone, but again, it, it prepares you and propels you into that next level. And so you have to make those investments um, into good. yourself. To, to really reap the reward and the benefits of, you know, what you really want the outcome to be. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so Miss Felicia, I'm going to hit you with two, two back-to-back questions. Cause bam. <laughs> so you mentioned you are an award-winning author, you know, as a creative, you make something, it's like your baby, you put it out there for the masses and to just get a recognition for that. How did you feel about that? Were you expecting that? Well, let me, first of all, when you say how did I feel about it, my very first award was in Atlanta, Georgia uh, at the AMBC Awards. My book won Urban Book of the Year. And so to express how I felt about that, when she called my name, I was so excited. I said, you better shut up and throw my purse. <laughs> I threw my purse. And I got up to go get the award. And the girl next to me, she was like, you threw your purse. I said, my husband will get it. I was so excited. It was my affluent for me. Right. I was like, oh my God, my book won an award. <laughs> and so every time it does that, I am excited about it. I'm happy about it. Um, it makes me want to do more to get the word out there more, to show other people that this is a this is really a good book. You know, and it encourages me to want to promote it more. 
um, to just hustle. One of my, I call him my virtual mentor. One of my virtual mentors that I met at a uh, writer's event in Atlanta, because I used to travel Atlanta a lot. I did a lot of stuff there. Uh, one of the things he said to me when he met me was, I like your hustle. He was like, just keep hustling. And that stuck for me. You know, and so every time I win, I win an award, I'm like, it's worth the hustle. Hmm. So it's yeah. worth that. Look, that's a good T-shirt. It's worth the hustle. It's worth the hustle. It is. Yeah, that's a good T-shirt. <laughs> so you are an author. You motivate people. You have a blog. I mean, you have a podcast. You do so much. What is next for you? Well. Uh, in the spring, I will start tryouts for the stage play for uh, the adaptation of this book, Sister Nadine's Ways. Um, it's going to be called The Brownie. It's going to be centered around this character. So people will recognize this character and they will recognize some of the theme. Um, but I've changed it around a little bit. So that's next on my list, uh, along with working on crossing fingers and toes that I can get Marlon Peterson uh, for my prison to pen uh, event in the spring. So right now, I think, I think that's about it and promoting the new book because it should be out by then. So I'll be looking for uh, opportunities to go out and meet people, meet fans of the first book, make new fans. So those are the things that I'm looking at. And, and hopefully that I can even reach a broader um, range of individuals internationally. Because I just did my first international podcast a couple of weeks ago, and I was super excited about that. Oh, that when I tell you all, it, it paid to talk to people. Oh, folks used to say that, and my grandma would say <laughs> it, but it's true. It pays to talk to people. And so mm -hmm. I just ended up with this opportunity for a radio station to do an interview that was in the United, that was in the United Kingdom. But the interview was in Botswana, I think she said. Oh, wow. Yes. Wow. So I'm excited about that. I was like, well, hey, that counts as international speaking to me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's awesome. That's awesome. And again, <laughs> even how we even uh, just met and here we are now again. Mm -hmm. um, and so even what you mentioned in that, of course, uh, and all the things you have coming up, um, Tell our viewing audience how they can find you, um, how they can connect with you. Of course, we're going to um, tag you and put your information here, but just give a quick, um, um, I guess. Well, I'm on Facebook on um, at author Felicia B. That is my book, Felicia Brookings page. Um, I'm also under uh, Felicia Brookings award winning author. If they want to email me, they can email me at author Felicia Brookings at gmail.com. Um, also, Sister Nadine has her own page on Facebook. So, you know, if you'd like to go say something to her, you do that at your own risk. She will definitely respond to you okay. in a manner that, you know, is going to be like, this is what you asked for. So this is what you get, you know, and it's your fault, not mine. That's because that's the kind of person she is. So, yeah, every now and then we have some spirited debates on there. And I have to remind people, this is fiction, people. This is not a real person. <laughs> Yeah, my inbox get a little hot sometimes. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's not real. <laughs> but I That's love that because that means that they have put everything into that, their emotions and everything, they're into that book. And so I, I welcome it. That's good. To this day, the lady that played that she killed Selena in the movie, like if I see her, I'd be upset. So that's a good thing. So see, they yeah, <laughs> they got your emotions. That's that's what you want. 
Yeah. Yeah. I had you know, one lady to tell me she called she inboxed me and said, You got me in trouble at church. And I was like, How did I get you in trouble at church? She said, Girl, my husband caught me reading that book at church. I didn't tell you <laughs> to read that book at church. She's like, I couldn't put it down. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Like I said, you and you want that kind of uh, you know, people to get that invested, that, that notice you right. Um, so you've actually did a good body of work. Um, any anything that else you want to I can say to our viewing audience as far as uh, takeaways from your your books, your works, um, any um, I guess things that you want them to really kind of convey as you or take away from your your work that you're actually doing now. Um, when you put something out into the atmosphere, like um, what takeaways are you really trying to to push home uh, to your readers? Well, first of all, I want to think when it comes to my book, the biggest thing I'm trying to push out there is please be courageous enough to step back and take a look at yourself we as women are nurturers it's important that tools or resources you can get to help get it right as close as you can get it right use those but you got to be brave enough and courageous enough to look yourself in the mirror and see if this is you Again, and understand the importance of your role. As far as aspiring authors, I would say, go for it. You may say, I don't know where to start. Just write it all down. Don't worry about the order of it. Just write it all down. And then begin to invest in yourself to get the tools and knowledge that you need to be able to successfully write that book and get it successfully published. Those would be the, the two things I, I, I would say. Oh, along with make sure that you get one. Okay. If you don't want to do Amazon.com, you can go to Barnes and Nobles, Books a Million, Target, Walmart.com, any of those. Get this one because you're going to want to know why Ann is acting so crazy in this second one. That's good. See, this one right here, Mama planted all the seeds. Her husband kept telling her, you, you're pouring some toxic stuff into these girls. And so this one right here, you know, what's in the ground is always going to come up. So the first one to pop out the toxic seed is going to be this baby right here, Anne. And this cover, that's another thing. I, I, aspiring authors and soon to be published, please take time to pick out a good book cover. One that's going to make somebody want to pick up your book. I, some people want to put their picture on the front of it, but I'm like, mm, you might want to wait on that till you get, you know, like Oprah or something. Right. But get a nice cover. Invest in the cover. Yes, it costs a little money, but it's worth it. Mm -hmm. Your reputation as an author depends on this cover. When I saw this cover, she sent me several, and I kept looking. And I was like, mm, it's not quite what I want to say, not quite what I want to um, portray about my character. And she sent me this. And when I saw this baby's face, it hit me in my stomach. I said, that's her. Everything that she's going through in this book, everything that she does is in the face of this character right here. That's good. Chris, you're about to make me preach. I don't know. <laughs> got me give it to him, sister. Give I'm it about to him. give it to him. <laughs> well, look, Felicia, we definitely appreciate you joining us again. Yeah, thank you. And even talking to us about your experiences as far as becoming a published writer and an author. Um, I'm sure you're going to have a huge following. So for all, all of our viewers here, look, go follow her on social media, um, connect with her on Facebook. Hey, send her an email if you, if you bold enough to, to talk to Nadine. And also, 
go pick up that book. We're excited yes, to see what's going to be coming from the future, um, your future works. And uh, again, we just appreciate your time today with checking in with your four friends here on Four Friends in the Book Podcast. Uh, so we thank you and we appreciate you, sister, for, for this time today. Um, thank you. I appreciate the opportunity. And uh, be looking out for the book launch. I'm hoping to launch in Meridian when it comes out. So we'll do for that we'll on social do. media. Yeah. Will do. And always, guys, we appreciate you guys for tuning in today uh, for Four Friends in the Book Podcast. As always, let's continue to read, let's learn, let's grow, and let's have a discussion here on Four Friends in the Book. Thank you. And go pick up those books. Thank you. Yes, hunty. Thank you all. I enjoyed it.